0: fight. We don't have to kill. Everybody in the wide world really just needs to chill. No, we don't have to bust. No, no, no. We don't have to fight. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Just Chill with Oliver George. This is episode 68, And sitting across from me, I have someone that I grew up watching on television. But before we get into it, I want to remind you, if you are watching on YouTube right now and you would prefer an audio-only version, you can get that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and other places like that. If you're listening on one of those, though, and you didn't realize there was a visual side to the show, then please come check it out here on YouTube. While you're there, if you could subscribe, it does mean a lot to me. We recently hit 1,000 subscribers, and I'm still over the moon about that. So if you supported the show in any way, thank you very much. Finally, if you want to reach out to me, maybe with a cool guest idea or some general feedback about the show, you can hit me up at justchillpodcasting at gmail.com. While you're there, let me know if you're interested in one of these cool holofoil stickers and I'll send you one free of charge. Oh man, can I have one? You definitely can. All right. There we go. That's the voice of our guest. Getting back to the guest, as I mentioned, uh, a beloved Canadian television personality. It is Mr. Glenn Humplick. Hello, sir. Thank Thank you you. so much, man, for coming. Hey, Hey, no problem. No I really do appreciate
1: it. How are you? Uh, good. Uh, funny enough uh, i've I watched a, f- a bunch of episodes, and I noticed I that you had a lot of guests from out of town, some uh, far away places. And uh, tonight, when I googled your address, we live eleven minutes away from each <laughs> <Yes>. other. <laughs> so i know it's true i won't
0: be known as the guest that lives the closest to you uh i got or, more, i got a dude down the street who's been on the show but oh you do but you are oh, shit. one of the closest for uh, sure yeah shit um fuck ruined well it's cool to hang out in person too because i feel like i i first approached you i don't even know yeah. a year and a half ago or something and i've had some really great exchanges with you just over messenger and stuff so okay it yeah. helps before an interview to kind of feel you know like you've got a bit of a rapport going on i
1: i uh, i noticed by the way you called me covid sensitive on your last episode did i yeah Okay, with, my, well, with Howard. I, well, I, I was actually, like, "Wow, that,
0: I've never heard that one." COVID sensitive. <laughs> I meant <laughs> that in good. the same way that my dad. And no, no, I are no, COVID no. COVID it's, it's not a... Yeah. Yeah, I am COVID sensitive. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean, mean it as a disparaging thing by any means. No, I mm-hmm. uh, just that that was something holding you back from coming in person. Much like my dad had several months where we had to just do okay. Zoom interviews and. Did you, you know, do
1: the whole plastic thing?
0: We did have the plexiglass for oh, yeah, a did. few oh, episodes. Nightmare. Yeah, we got and I got you know chirpy comments a couple of times because. People would say, oh, that's not going to do anything. And I'm, I'm trying. The bank has them. LCBO has yeah. them. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, we yeah. live in a world where decisions are being made and none
1: of them make sense right now. So, yeah.
0: Well, and I miss so much talking to people in person. Like, it is fun right. to do the Zoom things, but this is what it's all about. Really just sitting at a table, putting our phones down like we did, you know, and just getting into it. And always, I've got two of those needles in me. So i'm i'm safe yeah <laughs> well i can get a third worried. in january now actually I'm oh, a hospital oh, the, worker i just got a, oh yeah yeah right an email yeah. so get the booster yeah and now the kid ones are coming too yeah uh, this friday i think you can start getting them uh here in canada yeah i believe yeah. so
1: yeah yeah hey, I, got a, I got a i got flu shot man just like just shots sore shots <laughs> so um before we start, sure. you mentioned uh, in one of our texts that you wanted me to bring, you wanted a souvenir from all your guests.
0: I asked, yeah. It can be a doodle, it can be a business card, but you clearly brought something more extravagant. <laughs> I brought something else for you. Okay, By the way, I'm excited.
1: Better Together. Okay. I just want to outline that. Um, so, a few years ago, my wife and I took a painting course at the uh, Ottawa School of Art Okay. And so every class, we had a weekly class, and every class we had a subject to paint. And uh, like one week, it was like a nude, some nude dude bent over in front of you, would come in and you'd paint ball sack,
0: dangling. Right.
1: Yeah. And and on one of them, and this is my gift to you today, okay.
0: is... Uh, is it the nude man? No,
1: we had <laughs> a, and I'm not sure if you can get this in oh. the middle shot. A red bell pepper. Right. It was a... A red pepper. Um That's very nice. Yeah, except except my wife claims it looks like um the female form, is yes, that what you're going to say? Yes, yes, and she hates it. And uh, so it's been sitting in my basement hidden because it's the red pepper vagina <laughs> painting. So anyways, I'll take your back, Oliver, no I, want, I want to present you <laughs> with you. my red pepper
0: vagina painting. Thank you. I'm overjoyed. This looks awesome. I, I got to <laughs> yeah. say, it is a nice painting. Uh, no, not really, no, but... You got it's very some nice. good techniques going on. It's, it was, I
1: think, my second painting ever, but... Um, there you go. You know, if it does look like a vagina, it wasn't something I was doing uh, intentionally, maybe subliminally. Sublim- sublim- yeah, a Freudian sublim- artist, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It may have came out somehow, but uh, anyways, my red pepper vagina painting is for
0: you. <laughs> I'm overjoyed yeah. at this, man. There we go. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll tuck it down here for now, but I'm going to find yeah. a sweet spot for that for sure. I'm not sure if it's going to go well next to Spider Man, but oh, uh. Uh, there's a, a brain scan down there. We got lots of random stuff. It'll fit in just fine. Um, I would obviously be remiss if I didn't talk to you about your co-hosting of the Tom Green Show. Sure. But before we get into that, I want to talk about uh, your new YouTube channel, which I've been delving into. And I, you got to keep making more of these. It's called Hump TV. It is, yeah. and not a lot of people know this. It was actually the original working title for Pornhub. No, I'm just kidding. Was it? Oh, <laughs> no, no, okay. No. Wow. Okay. Um, but how I I've watched it. But how would you describe to people who haven't seen what Hum TV is?
1: So, f- for, first of all, I was looking at the search terms um, in YouTube. Yeah. And I, this was not intentional, but. I'm I'm noticing that hump humping dry humping and uh are all driving traffic to this thing. Oh no. So people must be sorely disappointed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, it's been pretty interesting so far. Um I'm not sure if that's the most of the traffic. Um No, there was a lot of positive comments down below. Yeah, it seems it seems pretty good. There's a uh,
0: like I'll uh, share my thoughts, but how okay. would you synopsis put a synopsis for the show sort of? Well, um, it started off.
1: I don't know how your winter was last year. Like, um, winter always sucks. <laughs> yeah, we both live in Ottawa, and yeah. winters here are uh, let,
0: let's five months at least. They're, they're yeah. awful. They, yeah. they can
1: be awful. It's cold. Um, I find I have a, a hard time dealing with the lack of sun.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah. a thing,
1: and I find that seasonal I, depression. Right, yeah. uh, I wouldn't say depression, but I just lack of energy, and I yes. feel
0: down, lethargic kind. Right.
1: Of. And uh, last year with the lockdowns, and uh, you know, I typically my wife and I go down south for a week just to get some sun. And uh, oh, you mean kinda, like um, yeah, just the tropics or something yeah, somewhere yeah just to kind of get a mental reset get some sun makes me it just uh it's like filling the tank again yeah yeah and uh anyways the last year with the lockdowns and everything going on and just winter in general i hate and i found um i found it difficult i, I had a and i'm with the pandemic too especially I mean, just yeah everything. it was a nightmare so i spent a lot of time watching netflix And probably drinking too much and just kind of like, (laughs) oh, my God, like, let this end. And uh, going into this winter, I was like, you know, I I need, I've always had a a creative outlet of some kind going on. And last winter was actually the first time I didn't, Mm. uh, mostly because of everything going on. And I found last winter to be brutal. So this winter, uh, you know, we're just at the... Kind of like the beginning stages of it i, I thought i'm gonna start something get a
0: project going yeah some
1: some kind of project going yeah. that is not it's is really it's just self-serving for, to occupy my mind and, yeah. and keep busy and do something
0: and if others enjoy it then that's and if others enjoy it great yeah. yeah
1: i'm not chasing anything but like something to do and yeah have fun with it that's and, the best uh, kind of art yeah yeah and uh, when well, i that's subjective let's see (laughs) let's see what kind of crap i create but um well the first episode was pretty hilarious man oh that's good um i've also been uh my my friend paul is a really talented musician here in town and we've been talking about doing stuff together so um i think every episode we're planning to do original music that's and we're going to add things that are wrapped around to make an episode out of it. Yeah. Uh, and then we're hoping to perform live like sometime next year. Oh, nice. Like just local gigs and stuff. Just have fun with it.
0: And, and, uh, and the, the show when there's, there is a music video, like you said, an original song, but other than that, it's kind of like channel surfing. Right. time in a weird, uh, bizarre, obscure. <laughs> right.
1: So what, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm curating, a lot of old uh, like public access TV stuff um, from all over the world. Uh, just like weird home videos, like home stuff. videos, yeah. training films, uh, weird old documentaries, just old. Like I'm watching just <laughs> endless, endless hours and hours. I was going to where you just, were finding this stuff. Just all over the place. Yeah. And, and I've, it, uh, actually, after the first episode, a lot of people have written in and say, "Hey, check this out! Check this out! Check this well, out!" Awesome. So it's kind of uh, curating itself a little bit. You know?
0: Nice. Um, yeah, that's motivating when you go to make the next episode. and You've already got like a wealth of things to go through. You know? Yeah,
1: it's gonna it's gonna make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, but I've always been a, a big fan of, uh, especially uh, late '80s, early '90s public access TV. I used to um, I used to go down to New York City a lot. Just okay. to catch bands, hang out for the weekend, and I found uh, whenever I, whenever I was there, I'd always watch uh, public ac- access TV in New York because it was just insane. <laughs> it, was, it, it was it was you never knew what to expect, and it was it was just like what what am I watching? Yeah, and it it's fun now because a lot of people have actually uh, uh, taken that stuff and put it online, and it's hidden in these little weird nooks and valleys of the internet. So I'm kind of going out searching and, and writing to people and trying to find material to, you know, kind of play on this. And I, I, you're probably not dealing with that doing this because you have guests on, but um, I'm also trying to get around like copywriting issues mm. which are difficult,
0: you know, I funny you say that there's something I wanted to show you like um, music and maybe I'll yeah. show you this now actually, because uh, this relates to YouTube. I, of course researching you, I, I know a lot about you. I've watched the show uh, and all that, but I still, you know, I want to do the respect for the interview and, and dig as deep as I can. Mm-hmm. And YouTube was a, a blast just watching old stuff, but also I found some interesting things. Did you know there's a person who has Uh, only one video on their channel and it's only 30 seconds long and it's a guy on an acoustic guitar not facing the camera singing a song called glenn humplick please come back and his channel his channel is called fans of g-man his profile picture is you and that's it how old is this six years ago 2015 so speaking of copyright (laughs) really yeah i wasn't sure if i could um play it so i only took like 10 seconds but okay oh oh, yeah 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 (laughs) because it's so weird
1: Okay.
0: With <laughs> <please> <laughs> the look on your face? Oh man, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, link to this guy's video. Is there a video? video. So uh, yeah it's, it's just not just much audio? of a video it's just a okay. dude the like it's like his ass basically and a guitar it's like shot from behind and there's a chair there and only from the waist down pretty much <laughs> terrible does, quality. does um, it turn into some weird no no no, no that's okay. it. it's only 30 seconds long <laughs> okay. it's the there's only no, video he there's has no nudity or animals involved no, no, in this no. okay i'll okay, link it good. up here or somewhere we'll put it in uh in the video so okay. people can check out cool. the other 20 seconds <laughs> but yeah i just thought that was so bizarre fans of g-man that's it. That's his only video. And then yeah. I found another guy who had a song about you. Uh, this person had many more videos, but he has a song called Glenn Humplick says I spend too much time on Twitter. And it's got screenshots of something you said to him on Twitter. And it's just oh, this call, I, like, you've seen this one. I,
1: I don't think I've seen that, but I remember having a conversation with someone.
0: He turned it into a musical inspiration, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, do you have it or? Oh, that one's not. Oh, okay. On okay, no, okay, no, no. okay.
1: Wow. Okay. Send it to me. I'll, yeah. I'll I will, take a look
0: yeah, Awesome man, um, yeah. Some of the stuff in your Hump TV that I thought was definitely really funny was the little hand guy. There was like a oh, dude, with yeah. a hand puppet, and got really creepy really fast. That was something out of uh,
1: some public access show. I think in, uh, that one was Minnesota, I believe. It was very weird. From from the yeah, <laughs> from the late eighties. It was just some weird yeah, it's just his
0: hand. clip. Ugh. And yeah. then the uh the friggin' prank call was hilarious where the guys kept playing with some I think it was an Optimus Prime toy or something with some speaking component. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. pranking this like infomercial call in thing with like, We gotta get to Bumblebee and man, you gotta watch Hump TV. It's it's good there's stuff. There's
1: so much of that weird shit out there. Like it's amazing when you there's a just a wealth of and you know, a lot of these videos I, I'll I'll find and there's like 15 views it's like someone had an old vhs it was one of my that episodes they converted. No, and <laughs> <laughs> that's pro- probably gonna be mine <laughs> um anyway so yeah that's what it's about it's it's kind of like a love of of old
0: weird shit i've always been a fan of old weird comedy but i like that you mixed and that with you I'm Sorry to cut you off but you you come back in and talk to the audience a couple times right and then you have like you said your original composition right. um which i did want to talk to you about pill popping because i thought that was a pretty funky jam yeah did you make those beats
1: uh paul did, paul oh, did. Okay, okay so uh no actually uh did there was guitar in that yeah yeah i did the guitar in that oh yeah you yeah, had a like yeah guitar. you were shredding yeah, that's okay right. yeah. yeah so we uh yeah, so how we're we're collaborating, Paul and I, which is great online now. You can, oh yeah, like, dude, can you send me like, a, it's like, just a looped beat, and then I'll work with that, and then I'll send him like a guitar yeah, track that I record at home, or, yeah, and then he sends me something else, and I'll send him vocals, and then he goes, okay, I'll vocode them, and we kind of go back and forth and yeah, flip around with it from so, the comfort of your
0: own home. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm writing a song right now about cruising and dying, so. <laughs>
0: What does that mean? You mean like, you'll see see next month, man. (laughs) You told me there was a, like a colonoscopy song in the work too, right? Did I send it to you? I think you gave me a sample or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had a colonoscopy last month. I was going to say, was it inspired by true events? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it was. Yeah. Full on. So I almost a, want to ask about that because I'm sure one's coming my way in the next 10. How, what, what age do you have to get them at? 50. 50? Oh, yeah. yeah. So they, I'm 36 in a couple of weeks, so. Oh. I know. I got some time, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. got some time. I'm curious about the experience. Was it horrible or was it just kind of meh? Uh, was it horrible? So
1: that was my second. Oh, Because okay. when you're 50, so I'm, I'm already in my... I'm 55, so that you know every five years you're supposed to. Well, go you look four. good, man. You look like you haven't aged since the old days. Oh, well, not yeah, that. Apparently, my colon, colon has though. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's not really a pleasant experience. Uh, I I don't recommend anyone to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wasn't like, expecting re- you
0: to be like it was fantastic as, as a
1: hobby or anything. It's yeah. the prep. Um, it's the prep, right? Yeah, so yeah that's what prep. my mom said. Right? Oh it's, my god! Yeah, they give you. Uh, they give you like this giant, so it, how it works is they, they give you, um, they send you a letter and how to pr- prepare yourself, what to eat, what and when to stop eating, because you can't eat, Yeah, you know, you a, day, clean a day, a yeah. day, you got to clean yourself out. So they, they give you like uh, a jug of what is jizz juice <laughs> that's. The only real way with a lemon tint. Ugh. Like, not that I know what jizz tastes <laughs> like, but I imagine it has it the consistency.
0: Being like yeah. that. Yeah, it okay. has the
1: consistency of that. And you're supposed to take a, a 10 ounce glass every oh. like 10, 15 minutes, I think. Brutal. And then. And then
0: just diarrhea from then
1: And then it's, it's unbelievable. Like, you reach the point where you could actually, like, it's so clear that you could probably just <laughs> drink it afterwards like it's i
0: thought you were going to say just stay on the toilet there's no point in even getting up i guess and no it's it's set up your computer really or, not fun <laughs> yeah we like
1: uh, thankfully we have my wife and i have a bathroom that's close to our our basement so i just
0: pause pause run you get through like 10 minutes of a show in two hours at the end i wasn't even closing the door anymore
1: i was (laughs) she was she could hear everything i was like you know it it is what it is like oh man yeah and uh and so yeah the next day it just i i got put under
0: for it so yeah i think i might have to if i if i did that it would just weird me out too much
1: yeah it's uh
0: anxiety for that
1: yeah so that's what i did well they they uh yeah, they, they put you under and then... They make you a little loopy. With, within 10 seconds, you're out, and and then all of a sudden, you're getting wheeled. You just wake up with a sore ass? <laughs> no, you actually wake up because they fill you with air, right? Oh, so you're just farting a lot after. It's <laughs> fucking unbelievable. So... Uh, just to prepare yourself. Yeah, so years. when they take you out, there's like a waiting area afterwards that's really just separated by these curtains. So you've got like a row of people who have gone for a colonoscopy in other rooms. And I was next to like this 75 year old woman in. The, in Next to mine, so I would fart, and then she <laughs> farted, and I farted, and she—it was like a symphony of farts oh, like going like a competition. So but you're so you don't care like the 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 amount of pressure. Everyone's just like, oh, and, it's yeah. just, it's, and, and like at one point, like I, I still had an upset stomach, and the nurse came and she goes, oh maybe I'll help you, and she starts. <laughs> pushing
0: on my stomach <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck like what, are you, oh, what are you doing to me like and everyone's having that done to them i'm guessing yeah it's just a whole roof. everyone is yeah. yeah so so does it It probably doesn't smell though if everyone's been clean no out. no no you're totally clean yeah there's no no, no, cool no smells. just it's just, just, <laughs> it's it's just the flatulence yeah. forum.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah it's just wow. insane it's not fun
0: yeah, yeah. like i said i'll enjoy the next 14 years none of that sounds like a good time um anyways no disease so yeah, yeah no polyps or any of that shit right? uh
1: no i had i did have some of those so but they weren't uh
0: like cancerous or anything no, no okay cool no, no, no. well that's good to hear man yeah um
1: well going yeah, back to i your, don't know if you know that but they have like a, a thing and they snip them out too while they're at it right when uh, they find well, shit i mean
0: that's good i would want them snipped out i suppose but yeah. yeah it's does that hurt after when you wake up you're sore from that or no yeah don't feel it yeah well, here you go. You got it there here go. first. Glenn Humplick describing a colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah. Um, getting back to your but song, I, though, but, but I've got a song about it. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. And and I did want to touch on uh, you playing guitar because I didn't really know you played guitar until I saw you jamming in that video. And then I found a a, a video of you jamming with a band called Daquiri, and I found out you were actually in this uh, electro spaz metal group. Is that the yeah. right uh, classification?
1: Yeah. We played. Uh, we were playing uh, night. Uh, Zeepods, I thought it was. We played, yeah, we played shows in the states. We did a tour, with Chicago, and oh, nice, all over Wisconsin. We did a weird Wisconsin tour.
0: So a few years you guys were. Uh, down this or? was in
1: '99, I think. Yeah, okay. we played. Uh, Where did we play? Like Lacrosse, Wisconsin, Madison. <laughs> There's some weird Milwaukee, which is oh, fuck. Um, I've never been Chicago. There. Yeah, and then we played some shows in California as well. Cool.
0: Yeah. And then why did you leave the band? Are they still going?
1: Uh, so what happened is I was living in Ottawa and then in two th- that, uh, 2000 2000 yeah 2000 I moved to California. Okay. To work oh, for the MTV uh, stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So and then it kind of we parted ways, you know. But they're yeah. still they're still friends of mine, yeah. You know, so all oh, right. On. And Mike is actually, funny enough, Mike, the lead singer of Dacry, now lives in Los Angeles. And, and he's, UK, uh, right? he's known as Major Entertainer. So look him up. He's really,
0: uh, he's really He was just touring with Neil Hamburger uh, this, oh, really? this past week. Right yeah. on. Cool. Yeah, yeah look him up. Um, speaking of nicknames, where did Hollywood Humplet come from? Or should I know that? For, like, I watched a bunch of Tom Green, but I saw uh, that when I was doing research. You, and...
1: you probably wouldn't have seen that one because... Um, uh, in 2003, we did the late show version of the Tom Green show on the MTV. The new Tom Green show? Yes. Yeah, okay. And that never aired up here in Canada. Oh, sure. It was just, uh, it was every night at 11.
0: Yeah, I watched a clip and I was very much, uh, like surprised I had never seen it. And you were a great announcer on that first episode. Yeah. I wanted to <laughs> was, compliment you there.
1: Those, uh, yeah, it was, we, we didn't, lo- I mean, we got canceled after f- four months or something like that so
0: but it was fun it was Good times, you know yeah. a lot of
1: kind of like mtv based guests yeah i saw yeah.
0: Ludacris was on the first episode
1: yeah we did we had like uh like josh homey from oh, cool. queens of stone age nice god yeah we had a lot of marilyn manson which oh god yeah <laughs> i broke my okay. thumb on that episode actually but
0: i was gonna ask you about that andy dick broke your thumb is that correct yeah i wanted to know if that was actually a true story or no not. no on air yeah, we, we wow. did a wrestling thing, and he landed right on it.
1: And that was our a, a second episode, I think. Oh, my God. first or second, and I broke my thumb. So if you watch old reruns of that, the first four weeks are me and the cast because I broke my thumb on the show. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. He Man. apologized, I guess? Or, yeah, well, yeah, he's known for fine. being
0: kind of a crazy. Uh, he, he,
1: that's <laughs> right. And I, I knew him previously too, before that, so I was kind of expecting it.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. okay um well i, I kind of want to talk uh, about where you're at nowadays like present day you are at least what i read was that you were a vp of business development for a wireless game no that's phil oh that's phil someone wrote that about you i was gonna ask no you no phil because no no I no, okay, no, never mind phil works. well you do work with computers as would i do, Tom would say? I do yeah. yeah did you ever learn c plus plus or uh
1: i i learned c sharp <laughs> i i knew c sharp but i never knew c no okay. that was, yeah that was so a,
0: what do you do for a living if you don't mind
1: saying um I work in tech. Um, I, before doing the show, um, I was working in tech and then things happened with MTV. So I moved down to the States uh, to do that. And then when I moved back, I just went back so to tech. Back yeah. Tech. Okay, cool. So,
0: yeah. And I've been working in tech here locally since then. And you and Phil have remained friends all along. I remember you guys were doing a podcast briefly, right? Uh, yeah. I wrote um, Wise Idiots. Is that what it's called? yep no. Yeah was it yeah Yep. we did that for uh
1: yeah a few months yeah
0: you think you'll ever bring that back
1: just a hard guy to (laughs) fuck like trying to lock him down to do anything is impossible so it was more maverick well he's he's also really busy like Mm. in his job
0: yeah apparently he's
1: on the road all the time and he's well he he hasn't been in the past year and a half but um he's always on the road so it was Mm. hard to schedule things and kind of it was always too irregular. It it was just trying to work around schedule and it was difficult. So,
0: um, I actually have a funny story because when I was in grade nine, it was when Tom came to, like I went to Colonel by, Oh, you, Oh, you did. I grew up in Beacon Hill and everything. Oh, cool. Um, so when he came and brought monica Lewinsky to the school and I, I was in gym class and he came on the announcements and said uh you know everybody skip school tomorrow and come to vanier to so you restaurant. were going there
1: at the time well oh, yeah yeah Sorry. i was in
0: grade nine um me and my friends we all went the next day skip school went to le petit castor yeah. little beaver and they made their their hilarious announcement on the top of the roof but yeah you know we were it was so cool to see all you guys in the flesh and we were all trying to get your autographs and stuff And Phil ended up signing my pants because I had nothing for him to sign. So he signed my cargo pants and he didn't even write his name. He just wrote ACDC. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds (laughs) about right. Kind of a funny story. Yeah, That sounds about, yeah, that sounds like Phil. Yeah. (laughs) So um, getting a little bit into the Tom Green show, did you guys meet when you were doing radio? Yes. Okay. So you were at CHUO doing, I wrote Nightfall and Soundclash were the shows you used to host?
1: I used to host, uh, at the time I was hosting uh, Nightfall which was from two morning, two in the morning on Friday nights, till six in the morning. Wow. And <laughs> what a shift. It, fuck. Yeah. Up yeah. Some coffee for that one. Yeah. Man. And again, no one listening, but it was fun. And, uh, I've expe- I've, I've, i explained it explains home TV a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it was, it was, it started off like I, I grew up listening to a lot of just like punk and industrial and weird. Nice techno and experimental music. So the show would kind of start aggressive and then as the, as the jolt cola wore off, (laughs) it would kind of like go into like these weird 30 minute sound experimentation things that would last till six. Yeah. Uh, And then afterwards, so what happened is I was doing the show and then Tom got the, uh, I think I was, uh, I had been there for about three years, I think. And he got the 12 to two slot so he Mm -hmm. started doing the rap show
0: and um he would finish when you were coming in well that's it like and also
1: when you're doing a radio show you you go in early to set things up so they had a record and cd library and i'd go in to listen to new stuff that came in that week and Mm. and uh so i i you know i got to know tom like that and then uh he would often when his show was done like greg I remember Greg was there as well. He was doing a show with Greg kind of, but it was mostly Tom and, uh, he started kind of hanging out during my show and then we would just, you know, like shoot the shit and hang out type of thing. And then we'd go on air sometimes and have callers and it just kind of morphed into my show with Tom kind of hanging out and just, you know, like at three o'clock in the morning, you get, the sort of like coming back from the bars crowd yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everyone's hammered and everyone but or you got the the insomniacs and uh it always made for
0: like interesting radio. And, and do you think the the tapes are anywhere still? Yeah, there's some like yeah, oh, I man, think I'm they're all there. Sure people would love to hear those. Uh, there's
1: someone locally who used to record every episode. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Wow, yeah, cuz uh, you know, it's sort of the roots of the Tom Green show it would it would seem you guys just kind of messing around at all hours of the night. Yeah. Is that did you guys have talks about like, oh, we should switch over to video at some point? Was that? No. So what, what happened is we did that for,
1: man, we did that for years. And then Tom took um, TV, uh, radio TV broadcasting at Algonquin. Yeah. Okay. And uh, his first year, he needed to do, a, was his first year? Yeah, his first year, he needed to do a project. So him and a couple of friends, Trevor and Darcy, decided to start doing a TV show. and a lot of it was inspired by uh old letterman
0: Mm, Um, man on the streets though man on the streets yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. man going into water tanks with like x Lacks and he was really inspired by that stuff cool but he wanted to do his own brand yeah his own brand and tom's a performer so he wanted to do his own thing and that's how it started and um and we had you know we were friends at that point and hanging out a lot and uh i i think Um, he knew that I've, I've never inspired to be on, on TV. Yeah. Right. So he need, you you can't have two weirdos kind of going at each other because straight guy. Right. Yeah. So because my reaction to his insanity makes his insanity funnier. Mm. Otherwise it can, it risks being just an insane guy. Right. Yeah. So. You gotta have that balance for sure. Right. And, and so, and he also knew that I would, I would never try to hijack what he's trying to do That's not me. You know, yeah. like I was kind of like really didn't want to, I was kind of like, didn't want to do it. And I, and when he asked me, I was like, you know, like if I, if I suck at this, like I'll do a couple of episodes. And if I suck, like, like I, 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 out, I well, know. yeah, I, I gave myself an option to like, like, don't be mad at me if I yeah, decide, yeah, no, you know, and, and then just things kind of snowballed from there and, we did Rogers and you must have. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Cause that's the thing. It seemed like you were having fun most of the time for sure. And, uh, well, some of the time at least uh, yeah. I saw some genuine, there were mo- there
1: are some moments there that wasn't having a good time, but
0: well, this is what I was going to ask because, uh, well, first I wanted to ask you, do you have an aversion to milk after being on that show oh, and being God. doused in it for so long? Do you just never drink milk? I, I uh, <laughs>
1: you know, like it's probably why I'm lactose intolerant now. No, or only buying the carton now, I guess. <laughs> um, uh yeah yeah I, I got th- that got old for me yeah. uh, I mean I I know it was a reoccurring gag but I was like oh
0: god not again and you, you would know? get him sometimes too you deflect it back right and, I and tried he would to, always look so shocked right I tried
1: <laughs> to fight back a little bit and.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Well, okay. So with that in mind, obviously you had come to expect the milk dowsings, but yeah. Um, when I did notice a lot of reactions watching old videos, that you looked genuinely curious a lot of the time when he would start doing something, and like as if you didn't really know what was going to happen. So did you ever have anxiety when you go into filming? Yeah, about, yeah, absolutely. Just kind of a little bit terrified. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always, I was always on high alert,
1: and and there was a big, big effort made. To make sure i didn't know anything going on <laughs> that's so much worse and, and and the thing is like even if i wasn't the butt of the joke or not involved in it uh they wanted to make sure that my reaction to whatever happened was real as opposed to you know i'm not Abricated, an actor yeah right so they didn't want me going ah you know a a, a fake reaction to something i knew was about to happen yeah um Then it looks like a
0: plant. Well, it
1: it became interesting because every episode that we did on MTV, we actually shot twice. Mm. So, and that was made in such a way that uh, if Tom didn't like his delivery of something in the first episode, then they could take his delivery in the second episode. Interesting. But it was usually cut with, reaction of my reaction from the first
0: episode because that would be genuine that's right yeah. oh interesting yeah, yeah. so behind the scenes
1: yeah so often if you watch the mtv show the CDO segments you might be seeing a mix of things that were like second episode and first episode that weren't uh, it was the same same episode done twice yeah but two different takes just so they could two different takes and, edit, and choose, it, yeah. ed- edit it together yeah well they so.
0: do that with comedy specials a lot of the time when someone's doing a stand-up special they'll film like three nights and then right they'll sort of splice it together the together. Best of the right. Best, right. best bits yeah so that's
1: what we were doing yeah cool that's yeah.
0: really cool to hear behind the scenes uh i wanted to ask you about the skit where he took filthy pictures of you quote unquote filthy pictures they weren't that scandalous but no um <laughs> And then he went and put them up in the gay pride store, and uh, you yeah. got a bunch of voicemails, and it was very hilarious. But I want to know: Do you still have those Polaroids? No, I don't. No. <laughs> uh, you probably sell those as an NFT or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I have no idea where they ended up. <laughs> no, no.
1: Well, uh, when I moved, when I moved uh, out west and then moved back, a, a lot of shit just kind of got like put. So in, they could still the- be out there. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but uh, I don't have. No, I don't have them anymore. I was actually. More concerned that one of my coworkers would see it <laughs> because I was working at, at the phone company yeah, at the yeah. time. And, uh, you know, the TV show was never my full-time gig at that time.
0: Right. So I well, was, let's be honest. Things weren't as progressive back then either. It, right. You know. it,
1: well, yeah. And, and it's Ottawa. So yeah, true. Yeah. And, uh, I was always concerned about my co like I didn't want my coworkers seeing me like in some essence. Like a leotard. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. So oh, now God. I'm actually with age, I don't care anymore. But
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of that goes away the older you get for sure. I'm yeah. still uh, finding that every year I, I give less fucks. <laughs> or try to at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um you you natural mentioned- progression. Yes, exactly. You mentioned moving to uh, the states for MTV and all that. I want to know was that like a really jarring transition going from Ottawa to now you're on MTV and everything's just kind of Um, bigger, bolder. uh, The trend. Well, we at
1: first we did a, a year and a half in New York. Okay. So the first first season was yeah there were skits in
0: central park yeah Yeah. it was
1: entirely shot in new york i'm trying to remember if the second was when did we move it might have been half the second one was actually shot in new york as well okay um and that that transition was really strange for me personally because i was working in tech here in ottawa and we would shoot on the weekend uh in times square at the uh on broadway at the mtv studios so i would fly down on friday nights and then on Saturday we would do uh, several tapings at night, and then just go out, and then on Sunday I'd fly back. Holy shit. And well, it, it was strange because the uh, the show never aired, wasn't airing in Canada. So mm. and in the states, the the show blew up. Like uh, at the time, it was the, I, I believe it was the highest rated show on MTV. Oh, so you had like two lives going on, kind of. It was surreal, weird, because no one knew. <laughs> Uh you know in 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 Canada like the Comedy Network show yeah. it was a very uh we had a very small cult following yeah, you know and, and we had maybe like 20 30,000 people watching
0: Yeah it was niche to some degree it was a niche, yeah Well it, it
1: was also like not everyone got the Comedy Network right it was True. it was brand new at the time um i
0: mean you guys were well known in ottawa but that's in ottawa we were because local heroes type story you know
1: right because of rogers but people regarded us as the local rogers type of thing yeah but then uh and when we went to mtv it became this huge hit um and i never realized how how much of an influence that mtv has or had at the time Mm now with TikTok and everything and everything yeah. has changed but at the time mtv is was a major influencer on on that 14 to 18 yeah uh,
0: target right you could change people's lives with like mtv was yeah, capable, and it, yeah and the
1: show just became this huge hit with with that target so like it was it was strange i'd come into new york and like everywhere at the airport, like hey Glenn, 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 walking down Times Square, Glenn, hey hot bike. <laughs> and and then on Sunday I fly back to Ottawa. No one knows what's going on. I go back to my tech job. Hey, what would you do in the weekend? Eh, just I was just kind of like
0: hanging out. That's I'm so like, weird. Yeah, it was, it was you could up, just go grocery shopping, no problem. Yeah, yeah it was. It was it I was, mean, it must have been kind of nice though. It was to be able to come back here and decompress from. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah, but it was strange.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, definitely like alternate universe kind of thing. Wow.
1: Yeah. Um it was different for Tom because he had moved down there. So he was He was all the time. He yeah. was all the time. But for Phil and I, like Phil and I would fly together and uh we laughed because we weren't making much money either at, at first and, and uh you know Phil was would was laughing that it cost him money to do the show because we yeah, you know, we we'd go out drinking on Friday night and New York not exactly the cheapest place. Yeah, So we'd be out all night long. And, and he was like, this show's costing me money. Like every, every time we come down to do an MTV <laughs> show, I get back to Ottawa and I've got less money than I did coming. And it was
0: well, and just, ongoing. Just going back and forth on the plane must've gotten annoying. Like how many weekends in a row would you do that for? Uh,
1: we would, we were taping every two weeks or so yeah so
0: you get little breaks here and yeah out. okay yeah, that's no, not that's so bad, oh it was great it
1: was fun for us
0: but i guess to new york's not the worst flight either that's what three hours or no something. no it's an hour an hour oh yeah. shit i don't know my plane distances apparently yeah. um she, well i wanted to ask you correct me if i'm wrong but you have uh like a teenage daughter now i do so i was around a teenager when i started watching the tom green show and i wonder if you've shown her that stuff and if so what uh, do. she
1: has no interest she's just <laughs> i'm just dad to it's her it's just lame yeah yeah it's just dad don't like what what do what you hump TV? Why, why, what are you doing? Are you trying to, i trying to ruin my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. She, okay, uh, okay. That's she, fair. she knows. I think she's probably, she's probably watched a few things. And hi Mira. I'm not trying to <laughs> embarrass you right now. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm just dead.
0: That's probably the way it is with most, uh, you know, famous people or whatever. When they have kids, the kids don't really care. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, they're they're, not famous either. Like, this is, you know, I did this ages ago, right? Oh, you're famous to me, man. I don't know. Yeah. Like, this
0: is super cool to be able to sit down and chat with you, dude. Yeah. Um, Well, speaking of Tom, recently you guys posted on social media together sort of a reunion of sorts so uh, right. first of all that's awesome I, everyone was really happy to see it i'm sure i know i was as a fan mm-hmm. i want to know uh whatever you can say what does the future hold for you guys i know you've told me some stuff that you guys have planned but can you mm-hmm. talk about any of that or no uh no i i, no, I can't right? i can't really know so no. we can loosely imply there's something planned no right no now. no he's
1: he's working on something and i i yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, no,
0: no. all right well <laughs> hey at least you guys are friends again that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. enough for me yeah
1: covid uh you know we had a little bit of a falling out i, I think our the people who enjoy the show know mostly yeah, I mean, mostly I, know about this i'm not trying to pry either. yeah it's anyways. fine yeah but, we've, we've uh, kind of we've kind of it's, it's water under the bridge water under the bridge yeah, that's uh, awesome yeah. we, we've both aged and we've both changed and we've both chilled out and uh, yeah, he
0: seems like a wise dude yeah. very comfortable with where he's at and i think uh, it,
1: it's a lot like uh Doing doing the TV show was a lot like bands, you know. Like bands get really dysfunctional and they start hating each other. And maybe it's just because they spend too much time each other. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. Probably suffered from that a little bit um yeah. well especially when you're on a show that gets so huge like you were saying on mtv that's not yeah, just like just a, weird a band who's doing okay that's like a band that's blowing up which brings all new complications to the situation yeah. you know brings all kinds of things yeah know. well and hey man things, it has things, a happy things, ending at least it has
1: a happy ending yeah he's and he moved back recently uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i've
0: been following yeah yeah he,
1: he uh i've been over to his he's it's it's kind of it's not really close, so it's not convenient to just go for a quick visit. So Yeah. Looks like uh, can't have problem, the camera, though, man. Oh, yeah, my God. it's gorgeous. Yeah.
0: And it's really cool how he's so interactive with his fans and showing uh, you know, a little slice of his life, or sometimes a lot of his life. And yeah. His dog and all that. It's just cool to be able to, you know, follow along with somebody that you grew up watching. So this morning I get a text from
1: uh, someone who's watching his feed and there's a picture of him. And Tom's passed out on the floor with his dog on top of him, and he and the and the message said Tom fell asleep live on the air again. <laughs> I'm like, and of course, there's always someone who's like uh, feels the need to report in to me, <laughs> and not to him, but they have to report in to me, like I'm the wise adult who's going to talk to him about falling <laughs> asleep. Call him but, and him out, yeah. So, anyways, I, t- I took a screenshot of it and I sent I said, uh, "Rough night." question mark and uh, he
0: was like no i was just tired of fell asleep yeah in okay. his defense anyone would get a little drowsy drinking a couple beers in front of that awesome fireplace you yeah. know what i mean
1: oh he he's notorious for falling asleep like oh yeah yeah i'm,
0: I'm the opposite i was gonna say i wish i had that oh, superpower I I had that. good lord yeah i find i'm always exhausted when i can't like when i don't it's not an opportune time to sleep yeah i'm like oh i wish i could take a nap now and then whenever it's bedtime i'm just restless and i can't uh, get my mind to shut up
1: Yeah, I find like a couple little melatonin's, and uh,
0: I've been taking some CBD pills, and they've been okay. Yeah, just mellow out a little. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, yeah, I I dabble with that as well.
1: Yeah, I find uh, I find if I don't sleep well one night, the next night I'll take a, a CBD capsule, and I find it really like. The only problem I find is the next morning I feel like oh, really? I'm not as uh, you have like a CBD hangover of sorts. It's not a hangover. It's just like a a weird cloud, hmm. and I find it takes me a, a like a really like, I've got to pump a couple of coffees in me before the cloud kind of dissipates and I'm able to see again.
0: Hmm. Well, so, I'm sure though later in the day you're thankful. No, no, for I'm sleep. fine. Yeah, and yeah. I got good, good, great sleep. It's yeah. almost too good. It's like hold <laughs> the house should be on
1: fire. Yeah, like, what the. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone's suffering from insomnia, just like, try CBD. Man, yeah. God, it works.
0: It really does, yeah. yeah. Just
1: start start low, though. I
0: even, um, I tried, uh, I had a couple comedy shows last summer in Montreal, and I do usually musical comedy. Okay. I showed you a couple of my songs, yeah. but... Um, my hand uh, – I've had uh, ganglions is what they call them, these little growths on your on your wrists generally around some sort of calcium or I don't even know what they're made mm-hmm. out of. But um, I had one on both arms at different points that had to be taken out. So I do get like kind of sore joints in my hands because they were always sort of where my tendons spread out. Anyways, uh, I find it hard to play guitar sometimes when it gets sore like that. And I tried one of the CBD like topical creams and it actually – it no, oh, really okay. helped with the inflammation and just getting that flexibility back. So Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't have, I haven't had have arthritis or anything like that. Yeah,
1: thankfully I'm still still going. No no problems with my fingers. I I play guitar yes, as yeah. well and, and uh yeah, I haven't had any issues, so hopefully nice. knock on wood
0: but no, it's not fun I'll get that
1: uh
0: yeah no but uh, yeah
1: if you're if you got insomnia man does it ever help
0: yeah now i gotta get a cbd sponsor we're, we're doing all this advertising for free fuck
1: <laughs> I, i've got to lay off the thc though man i i find uh as a uh you know like i, I started smoking weed when i was a teenager so same here and things have um Things have changed, I would say, since the, you know... The they, potency it, has
0: gotten much stronger, yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and so I've got to watch myself. I had a couple of bad incidents recently that were not good and... Uh, uh, just spiraling out kind of moments? Well, yeah, yeah. I should. Uh, <laughs> I was it going into detail? No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I, I watched your episode with Spenny and oh, yeah. I had a similar type of experience recently. I had a poker game with some buddies of mine. Oh, yeah and uh you just couldn't focus anywhere. oh fuck. I, so what happened is uh, like yourself like uh, on occasion i i'll i'll uh, smoke Anchorize. some something with cbd okay and it just and for sleep that's the the main reason i do it and um there i had a friend in from california and uh he was like hey dude do can you get me something before you like he was kind of didn't have much time. And yeah. uh, can you give me some pre-rolls? So I'm like, so what do you want? He's like the highest THC again. So I'm like, Oh God, like I, okay. <laughs> so I, I went to the store in bank street yeah, and I got a few pre-rolls for him and I got myself uh, like, it's just like a high CBD, low THC one. Yeah. And anyway, somehow like we went out and I gave him the wrong one. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And I I had a poker game the next night and, and I brought one. And uh Shit. and that yeah game over. Fuck. Not good. <laughs> not good, man. Like, oh, not good. So I ended up just like walking towards the like at one point, like I was looking at my two friends who had smoked with me, and I'm like, see hi. High, all that internal monologue. Yeah. I'm high, but they don't seem high, but that's <laughs> weird. I'm really high right now, but they're not high. And then you're climbing a mountain,
0: it just keeps getting more and it st-
1: keeps going higher. And I know I don't mind being on that mountain, but I like staying at sort of yeah, at yeah. the base,
0: the summit. I or don't know, like, summit's the top. Right? I don't <laughs>
1: like going up Mount Everest. And uh, and yeah, yeah, no, again, I said, like, yeah, I got up and I. Wow, just passed out. Oh, man. And then,
0: yeah, fuck. Oh, just, <laughs> I was it's like, something yeah. you hear a lot with people as it's they not get good. older, I find. Like, a lot yeah. of people I know that I smoked weed with in high school and stuff, they have similar thing hitting their 30s that just gives them a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like that strain, I was just doing... I think it's like 12% CBD and 7% THC or something. But okay. some of my friends, they're like 30% THC or something. I can't even I don't like pretend that, to do that.
1: that par- I, like, I love... I love the um, the chill aspect of of weed, mm. but I find the getting high. I, I don't like the feeling. I don't like the loss of control and the and Yeah, the, same here. I guess uh, I'm prone to like being anxious and.
0: Uh, well, and I've said this before, and most people would say maybe sativa. You might have smoked a sativa, right, which is yeah. the up one or whatever. But yeah, but sometimes yeah, THC just doesn't jive with people anymore, and yeah, it's part of you know I'm, we're all I'm, growing.
1: Oh man, I'm definitely changing. One of
0: them, yeah. Um, shit, sometimes uh, during episodes or most of the time now, I cut to my dad to see if he's got a question for the guest. I know my mom had one for you. You can ask mom's question if you want. <laughs> You'd have to remind me what it was. Uh, about his name. Oh, yeah. She was very curious about your surname. My, there. my last
1: name? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so my, my mom is was French-Canadian, uh, but my dad was Hungarian. But I believe Humplik is actually from a Czech descent.
0: Okay, I said yeah. like Slavic or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. But
1: it's my dad was Hungarian, so but you know the Austrian-Hungarian Empire there. There was a lot of moving around, so yeah. That's why the name is a little bit of a Czech descent, but I, I'm Hungarian.
0: But you're right. you were born in Quebec though, right? I was, yeah. And you know French or no? Uh,
1: yeah, fluent. Cool. Right yeah. on. I yeah. am yeah. not so French Canadian. French <laughs> Canadian mom. So
0: oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, but you can still lose that sometimes. Like, I mean, I didn't have French parents, but I. I would have said i was pretty decent at french until grade nine and i had one teacher that just ruined it for me and i was like oh, oh, really? oh i don't have to take this anymore and done <laughs> yeah like i can understand still when people say things around me but when i try to find the words and certainly conjugating verbs and that kind of shit i'm terrible at but i think yeah. if i went to france i could like get by probably i could oh you know, i have i've i've had
1: a hard time
0: there Oh, I suppose I've, it's different French
1: there. Right? Very yeah, different. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't then. <laughs> yeah. People had a hard time understanding me as well. And you're fluent. I've, yeah. I've, i someone, uh, I, I was at a restaurant and someone looked at me and, and asked me, are you, are you from Belgium or something? Like what kind of shitty French do you speak? <laughs> and, uh, I, I guess you probably have a lot of people who watch this from out of outside Ottawa. So
0: I don't know about a lot, but yeah, uh, yeah you, see, you see, there's different countries and right. people tune but in and stuff. Yeah. Here
1: in Ottawa, you know, like we we, you know, Hull's right next to us. Yeah. The, the we, door, we border. Yeah. Right to so our French here tends to be it's a a kind of like a a slang like Fringlish a lot of the time it's a slang lower class French okay compared to even if something you would hear in Quebec City yeah yeah or refined a little bit right or more affluent Montreal or or something but France
0: is like the top of the sophisticated French speaking
1: yeah so then you've got this guy who speaks. Bastardized yeah. version of it with Quebec, Quebec Hull trash, Hull trash, <laughs> white trash, white trash. It's Quebec white trash. That's exactly what I come from. Yeah, Ontario white trash is in Cornwall. No. Yeah, <laughs> sorry Cornwall, you had it coming. Yeah, I, I lived in Hull. I lived on the Quebec side. Oh yeah? Grown up, I went to a primary there. So.
0: Yeah, I haven't been yeah. to the Quebec side in ages. I think the last time I went was to go to the Museum of Civilization. Oh, no, okay. I'm trying to bring my kid, uh, my youngest. We, we didn't put him in kindergarten this year. He could have gone, but I figured the sign-up was last January, and COVID yeah. was still kind of, you know, yeah. who knows. So I'm just trying to bring him to museums and, and just get a lot of hands-on learning and stuff like that. No, that's so fun. Yeah. yeah, it's been really cool. Um, well, man, that's pretty much all, all the notes I had, but I, uh, do want to ask you the season three question that we've been asking everybody this season so far, which is if you were not doing what you're doing right now for, for a living, what would be your dream job? So to speak, my dream job, I oh. mean, as fantastical as you want to make it. But... Okay.
1: At my age right now, there is no dream job. <laughs> my dream job is retirement.
0: Okay. Fair. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... well then what did you want to be growing up? Let's, let's ask it that way then. That's sort of my pivot there. Uh, I, funny enough, I wanted to be a stockbroker. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: I took business admin, uh, in college and university and, uh, and things just, I was also into, you know, like Commodore 64 programming Mm.
0: and that's the old video game system, right? Right.
1: It's an old computer system. Yeah. Uh,
0: Similar to like Atari and stuff like that or that's right. Yeah. 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 But previous to
1: that. Yeah. Mm. So, um, or, or no, so concurrent um i know my uncle had in television yeah
0: really sort that's of that's right old
1: school yeah <laughs> commodore was a national uh, computer like oh, uh, okay. it was a kind of like a built-in keyboard with a computer built in yeah i had one. Oh, yeah. you had one yep i yeah. didn't know that it like 20 and it was yeah it was yeah. cheap it was reliable it was for for its time it was quite, oh yeah was great the machine was yeah, it mainly it was, just for gaming
0: no no no, no oh, it was a computer. A you, computer. you write oh, programs yeah i'm associating with gaming so much then my book yeah, there used to be this
1: uh, this magazine called Compute Gazette that would uh, write programs, like pages and pages of, like, programs that you could go in and just, like, type line by line, and you could spend, like, 10 hours writing your whole <laughs> to, to play, like, Hangman. Oh, my God. <laughs> and save it on your tape. Yeah, that was super nerdy when I was... Uh, I think
0: uh, the oldest games I remember is, like, uh, the Oregon Trail and, those, uh, and I think one buddy of mine in the 90s had, like, the first Grand Theft Auto, which was nothing like the ones now. It was, like, okay. a top-down view, and you're just, like, a little car driving oh, around. Look
1: up Commodore 64 games. I will, yeah. yeah. It's, Actually, like,
0: pong and stuff, I'm guessing? Uh, Just,
1: just look them up. Like, <laughs> hang, Hangman, stuff like that, yeah.
0: Pretty lame by today's
1: standards, Oh, but they were fun to play, though. Like, the, the play action was fun. But, you, you know, like, you're, you'd be changing it and writing it yourself from a magazine or just, like... Hmm. Yeah, That's so, interactive. That's kind of cool. Right. Yeah. So it kind of led to me uh, not being a stockbroker and just going to tech and working in tech. Yes.
0: Cool, man. Yeah. Well, that was a great answer, and thank you again so much for sharing your time with me. This has been a blast. Hey, no problem. Thanks for your your bell pepper vagina painting. (laughs) If anyone wants to see that again, there it is. You'll see it on the wall soon. I'll find some space. Hang it proudly, my friend. Yeah, I'm going to have to arrange some things. When I get good shit like this, I have to move things around, because this deserves to be front and center. You're going to run out of space. Giving people confused sexual feelings every time they look at it. (laughs) I never wanted to fuck a pepper before. (laughs) Sorry. And we'll we'll end on that. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Yeah.